0: Hi, I'm Lisa Marie Costabile, and some of you may know me as Kota in the spiritual world. Thank you for joining me in my first podcast titled No Agenda, No Apologies. I am going to tell you a little bit about what I do. I'm a spiritual advisor, and sometimes I use a little bit of numerology, astrology, tarot, and I guide people in their careers or guide people in their personal relationships to business relationships. I'm actually really good with timing. This podcast is going to be a mixture of a bunch of things. Um, hence the name no agenda. I came up with that name no agenda because I have been meaning to do a podcast for probably over a year. And it's actually easy for me because my husband is a music engineer producer, and we've always had the gear. And I just kept saying, I, I'm not sure what what it's going to be about. I don't know. And I decided what better time than now where we're, you know, in this together and we're social distancing. And so basically, I don't really have an agenda. I will tell you, though, we will be talking with some amazing talents and people across the world. I've been blessed and lucky to have all these amazing, interesting friends. Some of my clients I speak with are known A-list actors to directors, writers, and producers. I even speak with um, financial consultants, nurses, uh, politicians, and all walks of life. One of the biggest things that I realized with everything going on is the same dialogue. People are wanting answers. They want to know what's going on. How did this happen? How do I get my head around this? One of the main things that I do is try to guide my clients into being more comfortable with themselves. Now, a lot of people are distracted with everything. They're distracted with the internet. They're distracted with going out, being on their iPhones, um, not paying attention. And now everyone's forced to be indoors. Uh Uh-oh, what does that mean? We're all forced to be indoors. Um, So now what do we do? I'm getting a lot of emails, texts, phone calls, a lot of panic. And the running dialogue, again, is what do I do with my time? And I'm saying to myself, wait, I am so busy. I'm homeschooling my daughter. I'm trying to send out emails to Girl Scouts. I'm trying to keep the house clean. I'm trying to, to be quiet as my husband's working from home now um i'm trying to be creative myself how do i do all these things and i want to share with you what i share with my clients lately i'm getting a lot of calls from my clients needing guidance and it's a very basic thing and i think a lot of us forget in fact i could talk to 50 people a week tell them the same thing over and over and what do i do i go home and i don't even do it myself that thing is finding your thing what is your thing what makes you tick this is what I tell my clients. I, ca- I give them homework. I give them assignments. And they need to start developing a toolbox. That's what I tell them. I call it my toolbox. I want to ask you all, what do you have in your toolbox? Um, what that means is I'm going to touch upon one thing for today. And then we'll get on to more things in the weeks to follow. But the toolbox is what thing, what one thing really gets to you. What meaning, what thing just makes you feel like a million dollars? What thing, you, you're done with it. And you feel like, oh, my goodness, I wish I did this every day. I feel like a million dollars. I feel like I can conquer the world. I feel like I want to be on top of a mountain and scream like, I've got this. Or I, you know, I'm coming home from my my thing, and I'll tell you about it in a minute. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to write the best screenplay ever. And I am I feel so grounded. I feel amazing. I have patience. I'm going to be mindful. That's a great word, mindful. Um to everyone around me and what they're going through. I've got this. I'm going to call all these people that I have to return their phone calls. They're not going to get me. What is my thing? For me, my thing that gets me going is working out. I know it seems simple, but that that's how I grind my axes. I I have to get out in nature. I have to either jog or go lift some weights or you know, roll a blade out in the neighborhood. But that's my thing. And what it does for me, again, is just makes me keeps me grounded. So for you all listening, and again, thank you for listening, you have to find your thing. It's so important right now because you're you're gonna be around people. They're gonna start your husbands, your wives, your children, they're gonna get to you doing the same thing day in, day out. It's going to get to you. I know when I did my thing the other day, I was jogging and I I came up with this idea. I'm just gonna do my podcast. I'm not gonna have any agenda at all. I'm not gonna have any apologies. I'm not going to worry about the logo. I'm not going to worry about what I'm going to call it. I'm I'm not going to worry about any of those things. I'm just going to do it. Um, again, because I kept getting all these calls, seeing all these fights on Facebook, seeing all these um, in these groups of schools and, and whatnot. I've, I've been seeing the same thing over and over. These kids are driving me crazy. This is driving me crazy. You owe it to yourself to find your thing. It will keep you grounded. You'll feel so much better. Your thing could be painting. It could be um, you You play chess, but the important thing is, is to find that thing that makes you feel so amazing, and that thing you're going to put in your toolbox, and eventually you're going to have all these tools in your toolbox, and you're going to be able to get through this, get through all the stuff that we're going through. Now, again, we have to be reminded, I'm sure there's so many people out there that already know this. They already know this, and they're, they're like, I got this, I already knew this, but do you do it? that's the commitment. So we're going to make a commitment. I'm going to make the commitment to you all that I'm going to do my thing at least once a day for a half hour. And I'm telling you, if you commit to that, and we're supposed to be in this um, pandemic, we're supposed to be in lockdown for a while. I don't think it's going to go away in two weeks, could be two, three, four months. But imagine doing your thing per day, every day to just get you going. And And the beauty of this is that I get to do this from my home, I get to talk to people all around the world who have these amazing thoughts and stories and ideas, and I get to share it with you. And I also want to mention about the the second part of the title, No Apologies. Now, where that came from was, um, I was an actor back in New York, back in the day, and I was with this amazing group um, at Asper and Maggie Flanagan. And a lot, of, um, a lot of known actors came out of that. Sam Rockwell, David Zayas, um, gosh, I can't, a lot, uh, many, many, many playwrights, um, John Patrick Shanley is one of them, all these amazing mentors that I have. And we used to have this class, a movement class, and it was called, um, it was movement. And we would just do carefree things and move around the room and we would say no apologies. Now what that means for me in this day, um, since the loss of my mom, hi mom, she's looking, I have this amazing picture of her, um, is that finally I came into my own in January and I said, you know what? I'm not apologizing anymore. I, I, I've told people this over over the years, but I always still apologized. No matter how much I tried to appease to everybody, no matter how much I tried to just be a good person, there was always someone that didn't like me or I thought that they didn't like me. And now I feel so free to just say no apologies. I don't apologize. This podcast might be crap. I don't care. I don't apologize. I'm sitting here looking out my window and I have no agenda with this podcast. I don't know where it's going. It could go for a week. It could go for two weeks. But I don't care and I have no apologies. So when I have my guests on here, it's going to be very organic and I'm not going to have any, any agenda really or any, and they, they don't have to prep for it. I just want them to come on, share their story. Their story could be about the arts. Their story could be about financing. Their story could be about, they worked at a school, they could be a professor at a school. And I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to sharing all these things with you. So the number one thing is that I want you to find your thing. What is your thing that makes you tick? It could be baking. It could be going outside and collecting leaves, coming home and painting them. I remember as a kid, um, one of my things, believe it or not, is I used to love to collect rocks, collect them, and then paint them, and then sell them. Gosh, when I was about eight, I was a little entrepreneur. So you need to find your thing. And I promise you, the second that you find your thing and be in the moment, you will feel better. That's what I'm bringing to you. You will feel better. Now, I might not have all the answers, but I will say from my experience being a spiritual person and guiding people is that from my experience, when people come see me and we hang out and we talk, and I'm talking people from all walks of life, what I leave my clients with every time they come to me is that they have a sense of being grounded. And I realized that I did have a voice because for so many years I felt like, well, I'm not that book smart. I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm not great at history. I, I'm terrible at math and I can't spell. But I have a thing that people come to me and that I want to share with you. And I've discovered, gosh, it took me so long to discover this, but I, I, people come to me again from all walks of life, whether it be an A-list actor or um, a nurse or an accountant, believe it or not, I get so many accountants and they say the same thing. I'm so glad that I listened to you about your toolbox. I'm so glad that I found my thing. And that's one of the things for the toolbox. And I was always apologizing, think that I, thinking that I had nothing really to say or to do with this society or what can I... I started asking questions. What can I leave behind? What, Where is my place? And especially with what's going on. And again, I appreciate everybody tuning in. I have no agenda or no apologies. I don't know where this is going. But I will say is that I'm happy that I can share with anyone who um, is listening. And I'm happy that I can give to you what I've learned over the years. Once you start working on your thing, I also want to mention is that I've been studying or working doing spirituality and some people might say, "Well, you're lucky. You have everything." And I have everything because it's my point of view. If I told you the reality of what I've been through in my life and what my husband at this point and all of us, my daughter, are going through, you would say to me, I don't even know how you function. I function because I have my fantastic toolbox that I've developed over the years. I function because I've worked on myself. Now, the bottom line is, is you have to work on yourself. You don't get a pass. Someone walking down the street, smiling and whistling, even though we're in this pandemic, they didn't get there just by getting there. They got there by working on themselves. You have to be comfortable in your own skin. You have to be okay with being with yourself because you have to be stimulated by yourself. No one in the outside world will ever stimulate you as much as you will stimulate yourself. Okay? But I, I, I stress that. And I, I do see a lot of bitter people out there saying, well, how, you have everything. You have a great husband and this and that. And, and um, I well, I do, but I work at it. I work at it. I, we work at it. I work on a spiritual level constantly daily. How do I get through it? How do I get through waking up with what's going on? Oh my gosh, how do I do it? I be in the moment and I take it step by step. And it's not easy. I remember at one point years ago, someone told me one time, and this always stuck. Someone said to me that you will never be the prettiest in the room. You will never be the richest in the room. You will never be the smartest in the room and you will never be the most successful in the room. Now, I I can't remember how old I was. I must have been probably 14 or so. Now, how did I take that at 14? I took it as, okay, that sounds good, but I'm gonna do what I can do. I'm not gonna compare myself to someone else. I'm not gonna look in someone else's lane because I know for a fact with social media and I'm gonna share something with you and you would not believe this. Social media is the worst thing on the planet. It is the worst thing. It will play tricks on your mind. You need to keep your eyes in your own lane. What struck me, and it's not just someone like me who lives in L.A. and I'm not famous. It's not someone like my neighbor or someone down the street. The common denominator I found was that no matter how gorgeous someone was, my clients I'm talking about or how successful, how successful or how much money someone had. Social media drove them nuts. It drives people crazy. But it's up to you to not let it. You cannot compare yourself and look at social media. You have the power. Perhaps I I mean I studied acting and I did some acting and I I never quite became the actor that I wanted to be, I never, you know, was in huge movies with Johnny Depp. But I feel like the universe said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, nope, Coda, you're not gonna be that successful because you're not ready. You would never be able to deal with the emotional um, situations that that kind of success brings." I will say, with any creative field or anything that you're doing, either if you go into the university and you're going to study, you know, architecture, you have to have some kind of energy and be grounded. No matter how successful or how rich you are, your ego will eat you alive. So we have a couple months, maybe hopefully weeks to be indoors. Let's start working on our egos. Let's start with ourselves. Don't worry about what someone else is doing. Don't worry about what he's doing or she's doing or or what someone's texting. Worry about developing your inner spirit. That's how you will get through this. Your mind is so much more powerful than anything that's going on in this world today. I promise you, anything, your mind is much more powerful. I'm going to leave you with this. Remember this. Your conscious reality is exactly what you want it to be. I'm going to repeat that. Your conscious reality is exactly what you want it to be. Until next time, I'm signing off. Thank you for joining me. This is Kota, a.k.a. Lisa Marie. Um, And I'm incredibly excited for this journey that I'm going to share with you. And I have some amazing guests from all around the world. And I'm super, super excited. Thank you so much. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to reach out for a reading. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at A Spiritual Reading. Stop by my website at spiritual-readings.com and I look forward to hearing from you and sharing this journey.